1: There's no place to escape to. This is the last
2: hot On the left. <laughs> your That's when the cannibalism started. What was that?
3: Oh, yeah. All, right. All right, buddy. All right, are we good to go? Yeah, we're good to go. All right. Um.
1: Hey, I for the very first time.
3: <laughs> mm. like
1: a bird. Can
2: heartbeat next to demand
3: All right, Henry, put on your radio voice now, not your real one. Welcome oh, to the show hi. everyone. that's
2: it's Henry Zabrowski. Hey, radio Waves. radio
3: waves say hello that's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kizel. as you heard, that was Henry Zabrowski. I
2: was doing like a virgin like a real virgin would
3: yeah, like an infant yeah, that yeah. was uh, a failed abortion version of it, or. Uh.
2: You want to come over my house? I want you. I got this lace gloves on. Come on, Who's that girl they say when I walk down the street? Right. Go please for the love of God. Stick it in my mound. Ugh. Oh, come That's... and split. Split my dewy mound. With that spear you got, you all know. That's you a... all?
3: Yeah.
2: I guess I'm going to
0: have to kill you.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I think that's how they attract <laughs> pedophiles on that perverted justice site. And then it all always ends up with a uh, hey, I'm Chris Real Hansen. you a virgin, Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> yes, you are a virgin. I, I pray to God that you're a virgin because the idea of you having sex is more horrific than anything I can imagine. Oh, these spindly fingers have been all over a woman. <laughs> Holy Lord. All right. And you know, go, go trick or treating and you get a bunch of different candies and things like that. And then you throw at the starbursts so or the Jolly oh. Ranchers. No one likes a Jolly Rancher. Well, no. Anyway,
2: what no, we're doing kids today. Kids do like Jolly Ranchers because they they like sugar. No. That's what they like. No. We don't like Jolly Ranchers. I like We like adult candies, like a dark chocolate. <laughs> no. Or a, like a pomegranate seed dipped in cam- a cut. which is a type of white chocolate.
3: A Cadbury egg, too. If you're out there and you want all the kids in the neighborhood to love you and you want to have the coolest house around, Cadbury eggs are where it's at. More Cadbury eggs. <laughs> the promise is that by the time you're handing them out for fucking Halloween, Ben, they're like six months old. That's fine. They get better with age. Yeah, they keep. Mm-hmm. They're unlike <laughs> real eggs. In the Zabrowski house, I know Cadbury eggs were just called eggs. But yes. believe it or not, they last longer. Than an actual Omelets chicken were
2: <laughs> well, they were disgusting
3: They actually sound pretty amazing A Cadbury egg omelet Anyway what I'm saying is it's a grab bag Today instead of candy we're giving you a grab, a grab bag of horror So uh, let's just oh. It's it's kind of like you know when they said When like you'd walk through the neighborhood in
2: Halloween I'm sorry this is also American I'm sorry for our non-American listeners but you're fucked <laughs> Why is that? They have Halloween all around the world don't they? yeah but it's more serious they wear like cloaks and then they all like there's like a big pole and they tie the strings around the pole right and then it's
3: all about like like mother mm. earth
2: or something no I, the- I,
3: I think you're thinking of the canadian new year uh, <laughs> that's what yeah. you're describing there <laughs> yes
2: um but we, sometimes what they, they'll, they'll do is like a man will sit out in a costume and he'll have like a bowl yep. of candy on his pants right like it's sitting on the lap of his pants and it says like Take only one, and then you go to take one, and the guy goes like, Mm -hmm. or you go to take one, he's got his whole cut. At the bottom of the mm. bowl, yeah, and his kick. fucking hard, sticky
3: pepperoni loaf right. is sticking up through that. All of the Jolly Ranchers and and the, we, and the candy canes. And the strangest thing is, it's August seventeenth. <laughs> uh, so that's the one fun thing about Halloween. It's the only time of the year where we forget the fact that all of our neighbors are sociopaths and killers and th- secretly want us dead, and we just go take candy right from them. Yeah, It's yeah, very so This dangerous.
2: episode is like that. It's that. It's that dick speared candy bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Welcome it also Halloween grab bag. And I, I just want you everybody know we're gonna make it extra halloweeny today that's right which i'm excited for
3: (laughs) oh yeah yeah just listen in i'm gonna be putting some little
0: halloweeny noises in
2: there
3: i love halloween apples are poisoned full of razor blades and things bananas are bad yeah Yeah. Ugly people
2: are beautiful
3: Mm, strange (laughs) And beautiful people make themselves look ugly. Isn't it bizarre, everybody? Well, let's start off with a good old-fashioned haunted house.
2: Mm. Now, this is a real possession story outside of Gary, Indiana. What I like about this story is that this is one of those where, like, cops walked into this place, and they're, like, came out, and they're like... um. There are straight-up demons in there. <laughs> like, the, 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 the cops have seen demons. Gary,
3: yeah. Gary, Indiana is also the name of the world's fattest vacuum salesman. <laughs> <laughs> and this also happened
0: in the neighborhood where the Jackson family grew up. Ooh, no Ooh. horror stories in that house.
2: Uh, and, yeah, and apparently the alleys are still haunted by the sound of...
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then just beautiful <laughs> singing. That's, uh, everyone, on, every, everyone rips on, on Joe come Jackson. Come. He's made a great point for uh, for parental abuse. His children are exceptionally successful oh we extremely. said this before
2: it shows that you can beat talent into your children so <laughs> i feel like everyone's being very lenient that's why the new generation sucks mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. well yes we're going to start with this woman in gary indiana who appropriately appropriately is named latoya Oh, yeah. interesting. Oh, very much so. LaToya Jackson, part of the Jackson family. Whoa. For those of you who don't know, she was in Playboy. It was mildly arousing.
3: It was yes. a little bit questionable, though, because she has the face of Michael. <laughs> uh, yes, they sort of she merged. She looks like Jack Skellington
2: from Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> right. but with huge, awesome torpedo bazongos.
3: <laughs> yes, and then a bizarre-looking Jackson-esque uh, vagina. <laughs> so the woman was uh, in
0: this house in Gary, Indiana. Of course, she had a couple of kids, uh, and she said that, quote, Oh, this was obviously demons Not just random spirits There is a difference mm-hmm. She said I know it was infested with demons I know that for a fact I spoke to a good friend of mine Who is a clairvoyant He's in New York oh. And he explained to me What was going on in the house
3: When she says clairvoyant She means homosexual <laughs> Right, right He's really in tune with, uh, with other men um, and also, when she says New York, and people from Indiana actually think people from New York are more intelligent. Uh, yeah. They've never been here. No, 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 no. 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 Okay. I don't think
2: that's true. But they, oh, do they also think we're grifters... Or sluts. Or clairvoyance, (laughs) yeah.
0: So a particularly scary bout with the demons had the family rushing to the emergency room as Amons, her name is Latoya Amons, Mm -hmm. as her nine-year-old son was in the grips of possession. And Amons has revealed that even physicians were terrified when the family got to the hospital. Her son, quote, walked up the wall and did a backwards flip and threw her into the wall and started headbutting her, and they had to grab him and hold her down. The doctor from the Hmm. psych ward came over, naturally. And he said, "That's not real. That's not human. No human can do what that little boy just." I does.
3: don't think that people in Indiana have ever seen anyone do parkour before. <laughs> Absolutely, and what they didn't understand is uh, they didn't include the
2: boy at the very top when he got into the doctor's office, started going showtime, showtime, <laughs> showtime, and then started dancing all over the place to uh, Mister Vane playing on his boombox. Oh, call him Mister
0: Vane. <laughs> so they had. Uh, they also had reports of uh, furniture being flung up against walls of adults being. Quote, choked to death by some supernatural force Mm -hmm. Uh, The uh, mother said that she was down in the basement Where a lot of the activity happened Mm -hmm. She was doing the laundry And she said that she was suddenly She suddenly had the uh, feeling of being choked from behind By some unknown force Said she almost died
3: Hmm. Hardcore erotica Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, The
2: promise is that's why you also can't decorate your house With hanging hanging scarves with apples tied to the bottom (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I I know that's a good Halloween decoration these Mm -hmm. days I guess that's what the kids are doing in Gary and Anna, but sometimes you'll walk through of the shadowy room and just start randomly getting choked by scarves with apples tied at the bottom of
3: them. <laughs> and I wouldn't like to go through these people's trash just to see how many bottles of Jack Daniels are actually in there. <laughs> There's a good chance we're dealing with an alcoholic situation. They saw
0: many appar- uh, apparitions. They saw the shadow of a man, a black looming monster, a withered old lady with red eyes and a hood, mm. and the house bled a clear odorless oil from the wall. And the children inside the house would randomly convulse and chant satanic verses. Oh,
3: they just got no, one apparent- of those. They just got one of those self-painting houses. <laughs> That's all that is. Which is also very similar to what they said about the,
2: Am- the Amityville house. Yeah. They did the same exact thing. But apparently, the one thing that did happen is that a uh, a social worker came to this house and said that the kids. Believed The kids believed the parents because they believed that the house was haunted. So they think the kids may have just been playing along right. with the idea of what was going on in the house. But the mother and, I mean, again, two police officers said that they saw something inside of that home. And these are Gary, uh,
3: Indiana's finest, fattest oh yeah. officers. Yes.
0: <laughs> one one uh, uh, officer actually said that he prides himself on being aggressive.
3: <laughs> really? Oh,
2: that's exactly what we want out of our police force. I'm so that's happy. The, that's deported. the number one quality I look for in an officer. It's aggressive, and the next one is is um,
3: bloodthirsty, is
2: unpredictable. Ooh,
3: unpredictable.
0: <laughs> uh, the uh, let's see here. Uh, on another occasion, uh, Latoya said that her daughter uh, and godson were in the basement, and she said that she felt like so- uh, the kid said that he felt like something was stabbing him in the stomach. Mm. He was reading the Bible and. And he said, "The more he read the Bible, the more it was stabbing and punching." Then they saw something fly across the room
3: and land, quote, "Blam!" like that. Blam! Like that had to be a demon. Yeah, had to be a demon. <laughs> That's great. And of course, the difference: demons were never people. That's the difference, right? Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, are yeah, Only yes. from hell. Yeah, absolutely. Yes,
2: they are. They are independent entities that are that mm-hmm. attach themselves to human beings in order to torture them
3: and from what, to what I claim kn- them for Satan. From what I know of Gary, Indiana, the demons probably felt right at home. Because that place is a hellhole. But
2: at the same time, yeah, why would Why would Satan want more people from fucking Indiana and in hell? What Satan wants is yeah. the fucking Rolling Stones coming down to hell. <laughs> he's no, already Satan, got them.
3: Yes, yeah, he's got the stones, and he needs them on earth to, to uh, you know, spread his message, you know?
2: Yeah, because people all listen to the stones now, and they start wiggling then the hips, and that's mm-hmm. oh, enough nothing that makes me chafe more than seeing a bunch of people writhing and dancing and laughing. Oh, paraplegic. go to hell
0: yeah in another parallel to the amityville horror case uh they found swarms of dead horseflies on the porch and every day she'd sweep it up and the next day there again
3: more horseflies more
0: horseflies more dead horseflies lights flickered phones played up uh television signals were scrambled and reverted to normal on a whim
3: hmm that's got to be aggravating
0: that has to be, yeah, yeah. And That's then, the
3: meanest thing the demons do.
0: And of course, uh, as most cases with possession, they got a, uh, a priest involved in it. They got right. this guy named Father Magino. He said that he was only involved by chance; just happened to be filling in for the usual chaplain at the Gary ER uh, when one of the kids showed up. The backwards wall walking situation. Oh yeah, uh, he said we were having our Bible study after mass when I got the call saying, "I mean, do
2: the voice right, Marcus." <gasps>
0: We were having our Uh-oh. Bible study after mass when I got a call saying, you're a Catholic priest, hmm. you do
3: exorcisms, we need you to do one. You know, I'm more of like the pedophilic kind of priest. I don't <laughs> yeah. uh, like the exorcisms. How, yeah,
2: I'll finish the rest of the sentence. They went on to tell me that a little boy <laughs> had just walked and glided backwards up a wall and flipped over to land on his feet. <laughs> And I asked him, was it from the Jackson family? Because we had a boy like that a long time mm-hmm. ago, and I tell you,
3: I fixed him right up. <laughs> yes, you did, and you made a great musician out of him. Thank you, molesting priest.
0: So Father Maginot, he was convinced that the reason behind the possession was because someone, possibly an ex-boyfriend, Uh-oh. had put a hex on the mother, which was transferred over to the children. Ooh, well, that's... I'll
2: remind you, when I had my past life regression slash soul cleansing, they found out that I had three curses put upon me. Really? And I think that, because that's what they talk about in, in circles, in magic circles, that curses are not necessarily just somebody, like, you know, getting Eye of Newt and boiling it into a big cauldron. It's just sometimes concentrated negative thought, like when Latoya Ammons, like, maybe set fire to his favorite Ravens jersey. Right, right. <laughs> that sort of, that rage that comes out of that moment could leave a hex on LaToya.
3: Yeah. That makes sense. That's true, and I, I would... He deserved it, being a Baltimore Ravens fan, <laughs> living in Indiana. It's Colts country, it's not I about
2: the. I've heard that it's not about the uh, the team. It's about the colors of the jersey sometimes.
3: Oh, if you're sort of in a gang. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yes. Right.
3: So, uh,
0: of course, Henry mentioned earlier that cops came in and were scared shitless. One cop uh, said that he took a picture on his iPhone... Of a certain area in mm-hmm. which there was, a, there, there was a dirt floor in this place. And he took a picture of the crucifix that they had set up in there. And he said that when he went later to check for the uh, picture to show somebody, mm-hmm. he said the picture had disappeared and his iPhone never behaved the same again.
3: Well, I have an iPhone 5 <laughs> and it's majorly flawed. It just yeah, lost its battery thing. in My 5S is also
2: not working <laughs> but as well. So am, am it, I, it's, right?
3: it, I think it's just the phone. If yeah. he ha- so he has an iPhone. Um, and then you said dirt floor. Dirt floor. Uh huh. So, um, <laughs> so we are dealing with uh, more of your upper class Indiana. Oh, they actually have a floor. Yeah, they That's actually phenomenal. do have a floor. And in nice fact, when floor. some
0: of the cops dug down into the floor because they, they could
3: d- dig into the floor.
0: Yeah, well, it's a dirt floor. Of course, right. you could dig and, into the floor. And at no point were
3: they thinking maybe concrete would fix it. No. Maybe the demons are just <laughs> coming up because you don't have a floor. Maybe, but they okay. thought
0: maybe there's a body down there. Oh, maybe there's, there's something bur- that we can extricate.
2: Also, if I knew that there were dirt floors in Indiana and I was a homeless person, I would be one of the, I would be an official actual mole person digging tunnels underneath the homes in Indiana so I could come up through the basements and have a place to sleep. Yeah,
3: are they doing that sort of like Hamas tunneling system? It's very, very possible, all the way from New York to Indiana, maybe. It's
0: very complicated,
3: yeah. but if anybody can do it, it's homeless people from Gary, Indiana. Just put a little wood down.
2: You know, just anything. <laughs> in fact, when... At least a rug. Sure. That's what I would do. Oh, I would give yeah. it a rug and a lamp and yeah. just say, it's a dirt living room. Yeah. yeah. Well, what they found
0: when they dug below, uh, they found boys' socks with the ankle portion cut out, Mm. a fake fingernail, women's panties, a heavy corroded iron weight, a broken plastic shoehorn, and a red oval kettle lid.
3: I mean, that's just what you find in the ocean. That's, that's what you find where anyone just litters. You just, they've just been throwing stuff down on that dirt floor for years. Well, one oh, that's where my nail went, and she puts it back on. <laughs> well, one cop, he said after, you know, the cops were in there for a while,
0: and they were hearing all kinds of weird shit, and he said, Enough of this garbage! I'm getting out of here.
3: (laughs) Whoa. What is he from? Is it Boston, Tom? No, no, no. Well, I mean, that's just how I imagine. That's the Indiana accent. That's a good form of the Indiana accent. Oh, I see. Enough of
2: this garbage. (laughs) I'm from Gary, (laughs) Indiana.
0: Oh, okay. So he left the property. He said he went to a gas station and made a phone call. He said, I have my police radio, my squad car dash AMF and radio, my police cell, and my iPhone. He That's said a I lot was, of
2: communication at once. Yeah, and so really, much. And I imagine if your if your girlfriend
3: is looking for you on each one of those mm-hmm. methods of communication, <laughs> that, that you're gonna get annoyed. Like no, then like, you yeah. just then you just be like, oh, I was that the? I was at Latoya's house, and the demon messed up my phone, baby. I swear <laughs> to God, it was the demon, baby.
0: <laughs> See, I was looking at the pictures I had taken on my iPhone when I made this call, and all of a sudden, this growling voice came from my AM/FM radio.
3: It said, "Rush Limbaugh here." <laughs> <laughs> it said.
2: You out of here! Get out
3: of here! You out of here! Possibly. You out of here! You out of here! Was it a dead umpire? What happened? It does also sound like <laughs> you out of here. I think he was just listening to a baseball game and the signal was getting all wavy. Yep. He said then the there was a
2: what's his name from Mortal Kingdom instead of come over here.
3: <laughs> oh, Mortal Kombat! You yeah. out of here! You, you out of here! <laughs> Finish him.
0: <laughs> he said that was a lot of garbled other stuff and static. Just
3: sounds like he's listening
0: to bad AM.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, of, of this whole, the, the most interesting thing about this whole story is that very rarely in a haunted case do you get testimony from police officers. Yeah, yes. and so this was. If you go ahead and read the article that this came out, and we'll put it up on the Facebook page. This article is really awesome because it's it's pretty. It's close as you're going to get to a documented haunting scenario because. Yeah. It, these cops and doctors and all of them came forward and said like crazy shit was happening this entire right.
3: time. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. Lawyers, cops and priests in the Midwest. Those are probably the most respected people around. I would admit Absolutely. that. Yeah. Uh,
0: there was a speaking up. we'd uh, mentioned the oil earlier. Uh, And it said that one of the uh, women in the house touched the oil, and it said that there was a seemingly spontaneous wound or effect is like a blister after a burn. Father Maginot said her whole finger had this gray-white color, a death color. She wondered after if it maybe there had been a bug that had bitten her, but she didn't see anything or feel anything.
3: Hmm, greasy walls. Hmm, very interesting. And he was like, and of course he was like,
2: Oh, you know who You're going to need to fix that finger, huh? Some of Father Maginot's beautiful saliva. Let me just... Oh, so tiny. It's just like it's so tiny and pink. I just... I like to just suck on it. Suck Uh on it like... You done? You're going to come? I mean...
3: (laughs) Yeah. Sucking on it like Grandpa from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So the family said that
0: the final straw, which eventually drove them out of the house, they said they were watching TV and a bottle of Febreze floated up, moved (laughs) in the air before being hurtled into LaToya's room and smashing a lamp. And in the aftermath, they saw the shadow of a man.
3: I just feel like this house has a jerry curl on top of it. (laughs) I think that's what's happening here. <laughs> so
0: a clairvoyant who had visited the house told Latoya she saw hundreds of demons in the basement. Whoa. And he t- and she told her to anoint the house with oil and put down salt to seal the gateways to demons.
2: Just, again, floor. Put down some floor. <laughs> put down a floor could maybe help toss some crosses down there. Get sure. a cross on a rug. That
3: would be great.
0: Wow. So finally... The exorcism came. Of course, she had moved out by this time. And what we know about exorcism, or what we know about possessions, you go back to our episode "Hostage to the Devil." Where we talk about a few different cases of possession. The person, the the demon is attached to the person. It right. is not attached to the house. And this is also the case with a lot of ha- hauntings. When people they'll think like, "Okay, this house is haunted," they'll move somewhere else. But the or, demon. Or these-
2: Yes, the spirit or whatever the entity always a lot of times reacts to one person in the family. Yeah, because it's if they talk about like modern theories about ghosts and hauntings are that they are it is a connection between lingering energy and the operating system that is our consciousness. That our consciousness is a remote thing around our, our our heads, and that it's basically like the cloud, and that. Entities or energies that are left behind and like sort of get involved with that and create these apparitions and create right. like uh, uh, poltergeist activity. They create like audio hallucinations and visual hallucinations. Um, and so it's, that's so, why I mean scientifically that's why the demon thing could be real.
3: So it's like a beer can hat. So like yes. the, like <laughs> so they get got the hat and that's like your uh, your main energy or your your main core, and then you got the two beer cans and that's the energy. Yeah, and then they turn you into a demon. Pretty much. Isn't that fun?
0: So, of course, the demon was exercised eventually, mm. and new tenants moved into the house, uh, and they have had no problems whatsoever.
2: as Except far as for Haunty's living goes. in Gary, Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> uh, with the dirt floor. The school system's fucked, the transportation
3: right. system's fucked. Doesn't exist. The food yeah. is
2: terrible, mm-hmm. um, the weather's
3: bad. Mm, yes. It's a bad town. But did you know the Jackson Five actually grew up in Gary, Indiana? <laughs> so, that's kind of cool. <laughs>
0: Uh, and they said that the haunting stopped after the priest sealed up the portal with salt. And the priest, he accosted the landlord. He warned the <laughs> landlord. He told landlord Charles Reed. He said, "If we don't deal with this now right. properly, this will not go away. This will close the portal and seal
2: it." But he was like, "I'll oh, get out of here, pervert! Quick, you quit yelling at me in my living room. Come
0: on, get out of here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. All it takes for you to leave is to just throw down some salt. Fine, just fucking do it and get out of do here. Do what get you gotta your do. Children's
2: Soaked pants, his children's semen soaked pants off of my couch. (laughs) Go down to that demon basement.
0: (laughs) So we're going to stay on the subject of Satan here.
2: Wait, first thing, can we get uh, a Halloween breakdown? Halloween breakdown! (laughs)
3: That was the breakdown? That was the breakdown. Oh, okay. Let's not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: we're going to move on to a satanic ritual now. Ooh, cool. So in this satanic ritual, this is a satanic ritual mm-hmm. out of Mexico. This Ooh. is not possession. This is much like a, a lot of the other satanic ritual type stuff that we've covered. This is just Plain old torture disguised as Satanist
3: And I want to say as soon as you said that, Marcus The largest fly I've ever seen just appeared And it is terrifying me So that's the sign the devil's about Ooh, very good Or is it Vincent Price? Ooh, I don't know Help me, help me Vincent, Vincent
2: Help me Help me!
3: <laughs> you never seen the fly? Come no. on. I know. Yeah, yeah You're you? stupid, Ben. I You're know. stupid. I saw the fly. Good the, God. The original. Now, let's get back to yeah. the story of
2: Maria del Carmen del Rodriguez del Garcia del Fernandez del Martipanto del Rios.
0: I love her. So her together with her sister and two brothers as well as her parents were said to stage a satanic ritual in the town of Nebuchadnezzar. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I that think...
2: means bird, rhino, dog, snake. Mm, I thought I <laughs> meant Gary. In old Mexican. <laughs> might,
3: have made, might, mean, uh, might mean Gary, Indiana in Spanish as well. <laughs> <laughs> so as the
0: six danced and cavorted and called on Satan to bring the world to an end. That's and fun. Claimed...
3: Satan,
2: will you please, Satan, will you please come and change out room 316 for me? What? I am sick of pros <laughs> frosty Piros can be. all oh, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: is a nice thing. To Ask the devil to do. (laughs) So they were. Come take over your hotel maid job? (laughs) Right. Well, let's say they own the place, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. Come on. So everyone said (laughs) that everyone was told to close their eyes so they wouldn't look upon Satan when he arrived.
2: Never open your eyes because oof. To see Satan not only five feet from you, but he's the one squeezing the bathroom. Oh, Teresa, you will go blind.
3: I've heard that. That's true.
2: <laughs> but the five year old
0: in the room this is when the child comes into the story the child of Maria del Carmen Garcia Rios. Mm hmm. He was too scared to close his
3: eyes because of course there's a lot of commotion going yeah. on. And he does I've
2: never heard of the too scared to close your eyes.
3: Yeah. scenario. I mean I think that's a very good that's smart. If you're very see, you gotta get your surroundings. Yeah, you gotta know what's going on. Know who's about to attack you.
2: I heard that Wade Boggs never blinked. I've heard that as well, and that is (laughs) makes a good baseball player. Never,
3: never blink, never once. Because you blink once, your eyes get used to it. Next thing you know, they're blinking all the time, and maybe even sleeping. Uh,
2: Next, (laughs) you never know when you're gonna miss a a frozen rope coming down between second and third. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) So the mother and the sister, in the middle of the ritual, displaying some real quick thinking here. Yeah. Grabbed a spoon and gouged out the boy's eyes.
3: Ah, that was smart.
2: <laughs> That's and this great. is the problem too. If this was a, uh, if this was some sort of. I guess if they no, if they had all went to some sort of like friendly chef meeting or some sort of you know fun culinary store, they would have had a melon baller. Right, right. For
3: them. Yeah, and a melon baller really one of the laziest inventions that's ever been invented.
2: Yeah, just use a spoon. Use a
3: spoon. Ball it up. I don't know. Have you tried a melon baller? I'd say give a melon baller a go. I don't like a melon baller because uh, the balls are too small. I like a big piece of melon. <laughs> no one, like no one's telling melons. Ben how big his melon slices are going to be. That's right. i am put my whole no, face in it. You just
2: eat it. melons like Shrek. <laughs> yeah. I pick up a melon and just eat it like it's a fucking apple, you fucking. Yeah, eat I eat giant. it like every,
3: every cartoon hippo eats. That's how I eat my, my melons. Mm. So let's move on now to
0: a mysterious disappearance. Now, this one was a
2: Can we get a Halloween breakdown? Halloween <laughs> breakdown.
3: <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one. Halloween breakdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's the end of that story. They they t- they got the kids eyes the, out. Yeah, they gouged oh, okay.
0: the kids out, and they were all sentenced to thirty years each. Oh, yeah, okay.
3: yeah, yeah. oh yes, of
2: course, because the the oh, kid
0: did not die.
2: No, and, but no, there, we might not. be no, doing. That's what they said. It becomes a it's a very specific crime called making an hors d'oeuvre out of your son. Oh, <laughs> I hate
3: when they do that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we may be uh, covering this in a future episode. But in my satanic ritual researches, i found that a lot of satanic ritual. Of this kind take place in Mexico. This is not
3: shocking. It's not shocking, and a lot of just, weed is smoked in Colorado.
2: <laughs> yes, because it's it just so insanely out of the. I mean, again, this is a defamation of Satanism. This is not what Satanism is about. I also, um, uh, I, I don't want. I'm in risk of getting a nerd alert here, but I bought the Book of Thoth tarot deck, Alistair Crowley's tarot deck that he created, and the book to go that he wrote to go along with it. And so nerd.
3: ALERT!
2: Good I will do my own Mexican satanic rituals from my own home here in Los Angeles.
3: Henry, can I just recommend getting a friend while you're out there? <laughs> I don't need friends.
2: <laughs> Thank I think ghosts and aliens <laughs>
0: and serial killers. Please, God so we're gonna move on to the Terra calico disappearance Ooh. and this is I'm sure you've seen pictures of Terra calico uh, there's always you know you always see on the internet those lists of like uh, pictures taken right before somebody's
3: death right uh, yes
2: this isn't. this is very fucked up when I right. read about this because I've seen this picture before and then I just never really went through the details for it. Mm. because honestly there's a thing to me what's scariest to me is the idea of these uh, Mysterious disappearances Where you you hear about them in America all the time We've covered them before Mm -hmm. uh, And Coast to Coast is specifically obsessed with them But the idea that like And it happens pretty often Where you're with somebody and people just disappear They just go And this is, imagine if Instead, they just disappear. Then, then you get some clues
3: as to where they are, and the clues are even more disgusting. Right, the old Irish goodbye. I like yeah. that the, uh, the, the a lot of these killers just the time to take the picture. That's that's got to be awkward and odd. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, ooh, that was blurry. Mm, uh, yeah. Wait, can you just
2: oh? Can, can you look can scared? You your face more towards me. Right. That would be great. Give. It says ooh uh, ooh yeah because you got a double chin in this one. Right. You don't want me to put that one up. Right.
0: So, on September 20th, 1988, near Bella, New Mexico, (laughs) Tara Calico, 19, was biking to school, and she was known as a long-distance biker. She'd bike about 18
3: miles per day. Oh, so very attractive, probably a tight butt. We can figure that out. (laughs) She's 15 years old. She's 19.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, game on.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, not anymore, Henry. (laughs)
2: Oh,
3: Oh, it's off. (laughs) Everything about this sexual... You ruined my- mm, Yummy, yummy, ooh. Okay, I'm Do- gonna take her. I'm gonna steal well, her. Well, you can have her. It's like, you, it's like you licked all the cheese at the party. You get all of mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, You guys want these olives?
2: Because I've been uh, sucking on them. <laughs> <laughs> so, after
0: she left that day, the family never saw Tara again. The day after she disappeared, her mother, Patty Doyle, found a cassette tape by the band Boston by the side of the road near Brugge Street, which is a few miles southwest of their house. Hmm. Now, she was known to listen to her Walkman, specifically Boston, Mm. quite a bit.
3: Nothing gets you going like Boston. Oh, no. No. No, not at all.
0: So later, they found part of a Sony Walkman, which was the same model that belonged to Tara, along Highway 47 near the John F. Kennedy campground, Mm -hmm. 19 miles from Calico's house, just a little further than she planned to bike that day. Ah, but they didn't find the Schwinn, huh? They did not find the Schwinn. They didn't find the bike,
3: uh, and they found uh, nothing from her. Well, I think the Schwinn is more important in this situation because you can't sell a woman online, Uh, but you can sell a bike.
0: (laughs) 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 So what they found, though, the most promising lead, but also the most frustrating, they found a picture depicting what some say is Tara and another missing area resident, Thought to be a kid named Michael Henley Jr. who had disappeared in 1988 mm. while he was hunting turkeys with his father an hour from Albuquerque.
2: Oh, now okay. the picture is incredibly haunting Marcus. because yes. basically they found it out on the ground and it's a picture of her. And if you look at pictures of her before, it's a, it it looks really close to her. Um, uh, if if it is her, but it's they're, they're it's they are bound in the back of a van. Um, we'll put up the picture on the Facebook page and. It's it's horrifying. They, I mean, right. they're 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 about to be dead or sold into prostitution.
0: Yeah. And right. there are uh, there is definitely some evidence that it is Tara. Some people say it isn't. Uh, but the weird. this is a, a very bizarre uh, detail in this photo is that there is a paperback book sitting next to her. And it said a friend say that the paperback book, the author, is one of Tara's favorite authors.
3: Ah, So
0: it's probably her. Yeah, it's probably her. But this photograph, uh, it's also creepy how the photograph was found. A woman found the photograph in a parking lot outside of a junior food store in Port St. Joe, Florida. Okay. Half the country away. Hmm. So it's possible that whoever abducted this woman and this boy was just driving around the country in a van with the two of them bound and gagged in the
3: back. And he's probably looking at the picture, masturbating, and then he came and then he forgot the picture. That's sad. Which
2: doesn't really make any sense why you masturbate in the picture when you got the real deal Holyfield in the
3: back of your van. I mean, he probably (laughs) unloaded him at some point.
0: And there are various theories as to how Tara Driscoll died, because, or not Tara Driscoll, uh, Tara Calico. Uh, There's a lot of theories as to what happened to her. Some people say that she was... Killed in a hit and run by a couple of boys that had been harassing her for a few days before that. Uh, they would drive next to her in uh, their truck, mm-hmm. yell things at her, be just particularly aggressive. And some people think that they may have hit her uh, and killed her and buried her body somewhere.
3: Well, apparently they've never seen I Know What You Did Last Summer because that woman's going to come back and murder him. <laughs> <laughs> There's another
0: problem with it is that the uh, boy, they think it's Michael Henley. His remains, though, were found in 1990, not far from where he disappeared. And investigators believe that he just wandered off and died from exposure because he was running right. Turkey in a national park with his father. You're
3: going to be time. pretty brazen to, to, uh, to go after somebody with a gun who is looking to kill. That's, a dang- that's not the easiest person uh, to pick for your victim, I wouldn't think. And I
2: would say it's especially dangerous if you wear your, I'm going to whip, oh, you know what will be fun today, Brian? Let's put on our kidnapping turkey costumes. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we dress up as turkeys. Are we still kids? Yeah, dude, yeah, it's fucking great. You know, Benjamin right. Franklin loved the turkey. No fucking way, Craig.
3: He did. He wanted to make it the national bird. Yeah,
0: Craig. There is some other evidence that uh, people saw, witnesses saw a woman resembling Tara with a group of men who seemed to be restraining her on a South Florida beach just days before the photo was found. So maybe they should have,
3: you stop it maybe. You know, no, I, no, I love no, all no, these no, witnesses. Or no, it. yeah, it's more important
2: to be a witness mm-hmm. than a hero.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard that <laughs> absolutely.
2: Um, <laughs> but the other, um, yeah, another detail is that later on down the line, it was like when this case got reopened in two thousand one, pictures started showing up of the little boy in the in the original photo from his class picture with a pen drawn, uh fake tape mark over his mouth yeah. just like the picture in the original photograph
0: yeah right they said it was an imitation of the 1989 polaroid but on the other hand this was in august of 2009 so this picture had already been floating around the internet quite a bit at right, this point, right so it's probably just some dumb sick motherfucker mm.
3: i wonder if that guy shook it like a polaroid picture uh, after he took it. <laughs> I wonder,
2: mm. I wonder if he mm. did. Kind of got a little wiggle. Like that's the outcast. I just, well, that I was 2009. I, just, I mean, that would have been out for a few yeah. years by that point. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown! All right? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my Killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. A long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a B.A. in theater, all right? I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult, all right? My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body.
3: Done. I just can't believe the guy didn't take the Boston.
2: You know, I feel like the <laughs> yeah, guy would go out there and kill a bunch. Because of- he's probably look at their tapes and he's just like, credence, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's well, this? Ooh, is this? Ooh, my Sharona. Yeah. Take <laughs> oh. Boston. I can't rape to Boston. Throw it yeah. back out into the dirt.
3: Yeah, Boston's, it's too
2: good, it's too good feeling.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. you can't do something that evil when you're listening to Boston. Impossible.
2: No, all you want to do is ride down the highway with top down. Yeah. You got a girl with golden curls Mm -hmm. sitting in your lap and you're driving and it's dangerous. Right. But it's romantic.
3: Yeah, and you're fat, sure, your fat goes over your belt, but you still feel muscular.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So there's one woman who's not giving up on the case. Uh, Her name is Melinda Esquibel. She was a former classmate of of Tara's, and apparently she. She's making a documentary that is executive produced by R.J. Mitty, who played Walt Jr. on Breaking
3: Bad.
2: Hey, there we go. And that's the pop culture
3: connection to that. There it is. (laughs) There it is. Is it almost time for another breakdown? (laughs)
1: Halloween. Breakdown. Breakdown.
0: Let's move on to some good old-fashioned Men in Black. Ooh, cool. Yeah,
2: I love this story so much.
0: <laughs> we got Dr. Herbert Hopkins in mm. September of now, 1976.
2: Start, we, to be honest, we should do an entire episode about the Men in Black. Oh, and oh. we and we will. I just love this story so much and we probably should have saved it, but it's just it's great no. for Halloween. This is if you want to properly dress up like a Men in Black for Halloween this is the k- way to do it, the way this man is described. Fun. But the big thing is, that, so men in black, just <laughs> a quick breakdown, is that w- the stories that are involve- involving men in black usually involve men who come to an area that has had a recent UFO sighting or crash, or, or landing, right, or some sort of experience. And there are men in black suits that act as if they don't know how to be human beings. Yeah. They are, right. They're honest, they're very strange, pointed faces, um, weird laughter, weird type things. They ask questions about you and about what you know about the UFOs, and then they leave.
3: But they're not. And even No always,
2: one knows what the fuck they are.
3: It's not a, uh, not even necessarily paranormal. For a fact, the Men in Black were there after the uh, plane went down over uh, what was it, Long Island? right? yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Weird stuff. So this guy, Doctor Herbert Hopkins, he was a doctor and a hypnotist. He was acting as a consultant on an alleged UFO teleportation uh, case right. in Maine. So one evening, Herbert's hanging out in the house alone. The telephone rings, and a man that says he is the vice president of the New Jersey UFO Research Organization, he asked if he could come by, visit Dr. Hopkins, and just talk about certain details on the case. Mm-hmm. And he now, sa-
2: normally you imagine the guy who's the vice president of the New Jersey UFO Research Organization would be like, he'd show up and be like, Hey, it's going down. I don't, buddy. You <laughs> help put him in the air conditioning. Hey, right. yeah, I saw the UFO too, huh? Hey, what about them giants, huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, Herbert
0: goes back uh, to the back porch, turn on the light because he's out in the country, turns right. on the light so uh, the vice president of the New Jersey UFO Research Organization can easily find the house. Right. But he said that as soon as he turned on the light... A man was already climbing. This guy was already climbing up the porch steps.
3: Right. So then in his head, he's like, oh, if I play this right politically, I could become president.
0: (laughs) This is 1978. No cell phone. So this guy had to have called from a landline somewhere. Uh, And at the time, Dr. Hopkins said he felt no particular surprise. He said the man was dressed in a black suit, a black hat, black tie, black shoes and a white shirt. He said, I thought he looked like an undertaker. But he said the clothes were immaculate, suit unwrinkled, trousers sharply creased. Mm-hmm. But when the man took off his hat, he said that he was completely hairless, not only bald, but he also had no eyebrows and no eyelashes. His skin was dead white, but his lips
3: were bright red. So he's a Mormon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Hmm. Yes, and this is actually a very obscure form of Jehovah's Witness does yes. as well. It's called the Jokers. Yeah. They're the Joker Society of the of the of the mm-hmm.
0: Dr. Hopkins said that at one point in the conversation, uh, the man, the man in black brushed his lips with his gray suede gloves and the doctor said that the lips were smeared and the gloves were stained with lipstick. Yeah, so, so he
2: had no lips and so in order to pretend to have lips, he put lipstick on himself. It's like it's it's it's, it's like aliens who have no concept of what people are and so yeah. they're like your lips are red what is, <laughs> yeah. what is that lip goo can i have some it's like how are my lips and they're like Klaxor, if you were a Claxor right now i would be making love to your beautiful beautiful mouth <laughs>
3: i mean i'm the go scared. scare
2: dr hopkins <laughs>
3: Yeah, so he's, being from Wisconsin, I will say it also rem- reminds me of a lot of white Scandinavian girls. <laughs> uh, very thin lips on these women, extremely so. Yeah.
0: So there, uh, there were other strange goings on while the man in black was visiting Doctor Hopkins. Uh, the man in black said that he uh, just stated he out of the blue said, "You have two coins in your pocket," and of course. <laughs> He did have two coins in he his He did, huh? So he asked the doctor to put the coins in his hand, and he said to watch the coin. Don't watch me. Right. Don't watch me. Watch the coin. And he said as he watched, the coin started to go out of focus, and then it gradually vanished. And the visitor told him,
2: Neither you nor anyone else on this planet will ever see that coin again. (laughs) 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 And (laughs) And then the
0: man rose unsteadily to his feet and said slowly
2: My energy is running low. Must go now goodbye. Oh my god,
3: he's an old magician. And then an he walked old
2: falteringly to the door and descended the outside steps uncertainly, one at a time. Which is him one step, stepping like a human. Don't say it out loud, clack, Sorry, don't say it out one second step. Oh mm,
3: this is difficult. I'm used to being in my goo cylinder. Right. <laughs> so he's a vaudevillian magician suffering from MS. Yeah. Yes. A-
0: and of course, when uh, the man started walking out to the driveway, Dr. Hopkins saw a bright bluish white light uh much brighter than a normal car lamp uh and he neither saw nor heard anything uh and of course he was very scared he complied with his visitor's instruction mm-hmm. which was to erase the tapes of the hypnotic sessions he was conducting with regard to the case in maine all right and he it's had just, no so, so further to, so
2: like so Claxar walks out he hears the bip bip like, he hits, like, the key button to a fucking UFO, just, like, a Toyota Corolla brand <laughs> UFO in right. champagne color, just, like, parked in a camp spot. <laughs> he just climbs into it and leaves.
3: It's pretty cool, though, yeah. That's- and- and- sorry, I've
2: got to go. I'm double parked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interdimensional craft. It doesn't matter where I park. Could be Anyways, park, I will right? see you.
0: Mm-hmm. And just so you know, the new jersey ufo research organization mm-hmm. no such institution exists whoa See, this the problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> with this whole this whole ufo genre is that i can call anywhere and she be like Hello. This is Dr. Henry Zabrowski. I'm from the National Institute of Alien Wardrobe Services. And then, like, Uh and then eventually someone will be like, "Oh yes, of course. Yes. No, I know you, Mr. Zabrowski. Dr. Zabrowski. It's Doctor (laughs) Zabrowski." Right. Yeah. I didn't go to nine years of fake medical school to be called Mr. Zabrowski.
3: All right. Here we go.
2: Uh, You know, but I guess it sounds like I don't know. It's I'm I'm getting like a weird alarm on my phone going off. It seems like it's time for a (gasps) Halloween (laughs) 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 breakdown. She's your best friend, Larry, having fun.
3: She is. It's a Halloween breakdown. Halloween I'm breakdown. having one. Oh, my God. And yes, indeed, she did. Mop boy. All right. We're going to go for a trio of corpse stories here. Ooh, Yay. nice. Oh, yeah,
0: because no Halloween is complete without a fetid, rotting corpse. Oh, I want to mm. go to a
3: restaurant that has that on the menu, a trio of corpse stories. <laughs> Tree trio of corpse stories. And it's just like this one is
2: called Mr. Henderson's Finger. Yeah. It's like, oh, so is it like
3: ham? It's just, a hot, it's like just, a, a, just a hot dog. It's a it's hot a dog. dog. Yeah, it's a hot dog.
0: So we're going to start with our, fir- our first uh, corpse story is going to be about a Florida teen that has Shades of Psycho in it. Maybe even Shades of Gein on this one. Okay. He was yeah. arrested on a homicide charge after cops found his mother's rotting corpse inside the trailer home that they shared for more than a week after she went missing.
3: Hmm. Yeah. The weird thing is it's Miami, so she was still alive. <laughs>
0: This woman, her name is Tamara Davis. She mm-hmm. was forty-two. Her mm-hmm. son, Tyrese Landrum, was fifteen years old. Of course, uh, Davis she went missing on August twenty-first. She disappeared from the home at uh, from her boyfriend's home at the end of a long night of drinking. Whoa! Yes, yeah, yeah. so her boyfriend said that she was heavily intoxicated, mm. uh, and neighbors say that Cassiano, that's the boyfriend, and the woman's son continued to live in the house for the next 10 days while the rancid smell spread throughout the neighborhood Cassiana
3: this... is a pretty cool
0: name though yeah Marcos I... Cassiana
3: oh Marcos I'll date him he's the king of the trailer <laughs> yeah, park I mean,
2: Marcos is also like the perfect mom's new boyfriend name it's like Marcos or like right. Seth yeah, just like, yeah, whatever, Seth. Yes. You're not my
3: dad. Yeah, Stefan, something like that.
0: The smell was so bad that there were tw- up to 20 buzzards sitting in the tree outside. But Getting brought, ready to eat, huh? Brought there by the smell. When they asked the son what the smell was, he said, eh, probably a dead cat. Or oh, a raccoon yeah, or yeah, whatever. You
2: Not know dead cats are. They're always everywhere. Yeah. And you're uh, uh, in the shape like my mother. Did I say that?
0: <laughs> That's great. And he said that they, sometimes cats or raccoons, they get trapped
3: under the house, they die, and yeah. we just kind of leave them there and wait for the smell to go away. So those buzzards are just like, when, when are we going to eat? When, when does it actually? When does it happen? It's like when a new shoe comes out and everyone waits outside a Footlocker for the night. That's insane. They wait. The, so, uh, those... so let me let me say let me.
2: Hmm, um, hmm. It smells like dead mother. Yeah, that's right? gotta be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we want to go get it? Do we go get it? It's like I don't know. Uh, I haven't learned to open a door yet. Have, right. have you, Larry? He's just like. I hope I
3: have. Yeah. We said no more cartoon vultures here. Mm-hmm. I agree, and maybe that, that's how evolution began that for the vulture. They'll have thumbs in no time. People keep <laughs> on dying in trailer parks in Miami. So the next story
0: up involves maggots coming in from above. A family hey. was plagued by <laughs> maggots falling into their kitchen, and they were horrified yeah. to discover that the source was a decomposing body in the apartment upstairs. I actually that think that's sucks. a good—at least
3: there's a reason for it. Yeah, It's better than maggots yeah. just hanging out. Yeah, yeah fa- but if this was
2: fucking Iron Chef, they would learn to cook with them in nine different ways and a bunch of different flavor stylings. Yeah, they should have so. played
3: Survivor House and not been allowed to leave. <laughs> Eat the maggots. Yep, the mother said, "We walked,
0: we looked through the window and I've never seen anything like it. There were flies coming out of the window above my head and then there was a breeze of air inside and the smell was horrendous. I almost threw up. I called the police." straight away, right. the police came over, they broke into the apartment upstairs, and they found a decaying body which had been laying in
3: there for a month. Man, flies! Flies got it good, because let's say she did get sick and she threw up more food. More <laughs> fly food.
0: More fly food. And yeah. the maggots were falling into the
3: kitchen. Right, right. Yeah, right oh. on all the steak and Frito-Lays. Quite, very awful. Mm. So the last
0: corpse story that we're going to cover, and this is a fascinating one here, because it involves one of the mo- one of the biggest gatherings of corpses in the history of the Ooh. world Jonestown Oh
2: well right but- Oh yeah yeah man can you do this fucking duty to have oh. to like show up first of all be shipped to South America right. to do it and just be like can't we just get I, I, guys, I don't want to be, like, racist or anything, but isn't South America, like, the hive of maids?
3: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all over here, you know, so we got to go over there and take care of the body. Uh, leave them. Leave yeah. them? Leave the body. Let, let Earth take care of it, you know?
2: Yes, absolutely. Let the let the, let the life cycle take care of it. Right. Simba, that's what Simba would have wanted. I agree, yeah. Why well, don't you could just put tombstones
0: where they're dead? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is something that a lot of people don't really think about, uh, and I've really never thought of it before. And anytime, so anytime there are uh, a lot of bodies anywhere, like let's say Katrina, Mm -hmm. ton of bodies around Katrina. Somebody's got to clean that up.
3: Well, I mean, every tragedy is a is a benefit for somebody. So if you're in the body uh, business, Katrina was a hell of a day for you. Oh yeah.
2: Well, I I will say this. So to be honest, my my. Cousin who works at the Secret Service. Part of what the Secret Service did right after 9/11, part of their job was to be. They were a part of the recovery crew, and so my cousin's job was to go. Basically, what they did for 9/11 is that they would airlift the rubble out to a dump in Jersey, and they put on these gigantic spacesuits. Hazmat, and- yeah. Yeah, and dug through the rubble looking for body parts. And so you that's know, like what they did. You
3: know, there's some funeral home dude who was just like, yeah, they never thought my idea for uh, party bus funeral homes was a good <laughs> idea until now. <laughs> I can put 30, 40 corpses in my party bus funeral <laughs> no, home it mover. it was a 9/11. I hope there's nine more. Yeah. <laughs> party bus hearses. Come on
0: down. Well, apparently the 193rd Infantry Brigade, mm. they are the branch of the army that's uh, involved and tasked with cleaning up bodies.
3: So they say, like, oh, I knew him. I, oh, I knew that. Okay. I knew yeah. That guy. They, I mean, so they just go, that's the perfect position to be in. If you're in the military, you're guaranteed to live. You're picking up the dead. Yeah. Yeah. You're there after the fact. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they thought, of course, the identification process on this was next to impossible. Remember, there are 913 bodies. Right. And only a few of them had the homemade ID bracelets uh, because that's what they wanted to do. Some of them, you know, thought far enough ahead that right. there's going to be a lot of corpses here. It's going to be hard to identify us. So I'd better put on an ID bracelet. Great so my thinking, family, Margaret. How mm-hmm. about
2: we just leave?
0: Huh? <laughs> how about we just go? And they didn't get to the bodies until four days after the mass suicide Mm. and so the bodies uh were extremely bloated they said that the heads resembled those of severely hydrocephalic children and remember this is in south america this is in a tropical climate oh right a tropical climate will cause a body to bloat and to decompose much faster than say if this happened in the mojave desert oh they're sucking the bodies uh, were covered
3: in parrots yeah. <laughs> which is and that's kind of very fun. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so th- they said that the skin color of almost every victim was a dark blue black, which made identifying by race impossible. It was like it was a purple, purple, purple people. Yeah. Yeah. And, th- and this is a weird thing about it, is they said that the only person that remained
3: recognizably
0: Caucasian was Jim Jones himself.
3: Jim Jones. He was he one of those also
2: th- paint. He wore makeup.
3: <laughs> yeah, he was probably he probably killed himself in an air-conditioned type of, uh, room. Oh, don't you and think? that
2: new Jonestown documentary is fantastic.
3: Oh, yeah, very good. Yeah, and yes. it seemed well. Didn't Jim
2: Jones shoot himself? Did he do the shoot? Yes. Yeah, he oh, shot. Right. So I'm. Suppo- he I took get... the poison and then shot himself in the head. So right. I guess
3: uh, there there was more um, room for the water to leak out, so he didn't get the bloat.
0: Yeah, and this is uh, this account of where I got all of this uh, information from was this is an account by one of the soldiers who was tasked with going and cleaning up all of these bodies. Right, and he actually did make a very good point here uh in which uh, you know Jim Jones his entire message was bringing black and white together equality yes. you know that's well i mean
3: really i mean that's what he started Are you going to say that they ended up a color that brought black and white together except for Jim Jones
0: <laughs> they all ended up <laughs> that being is the not same a good
3: color. point <laughs> that is not a good point they're all dead marcus it is irony sir
2: That is oh the my biggest God. thing that we have alarm from Martin Luther King Jr is that when you're dead everybody's fucking purple. Here's yeah, what he says, mean, here's Everyone is purple when you're off. dead.
0: Perhaps he explains it better than I do. Uh, I will read from his paper. He says, it was as if the members of the People's Temple finally achieved a form of equality in death that the evil pastor who masterfully orchestrated their demise did not share. Jim Jones, who preached racial equality from pulpits in Indianapolis to Ukiah and San Francisco all of his life in the end became the only
3: Person in his flock that did not achieve it. We're all purple when we're dead. This is the problem. (laughs) And this is
2: why we can't have people with BAs in poetry in the infantry.
3: (laughs) Exactly. Good lord.
0: And so they said the task of identifying the bodies was even worse than placing the bodies into the bags because when you're identifying bodies, you know, if you're in the military, everyone's got the dog tags, easy Mm -hmm. to identify. But these people, they had to go through their pockets. And, uh, you know, and so all these bodies are pretty much liquefied. Right. And they said at this point millions of eggs had been laid in all the bodies. And they said that maggots covered
3: the entire area of Mm. the dead. Well, shake them off and then you got yourself a pocket watch. You know, not not bad.
2: It's a problem. Yeah, this is a pickpockets dream. But even like in the end, you can't.
3: It's a That's gross. The other thing, yeah. there were
2: good. there was also a team of Cockney pickpockets there that were using right. it for training purposes. <laughs> exactly, which, which was said, but you know, but you can just
3: scare them off with a the broom. They're, they're scared of brooms. Well, yeah, they worked. Uh- did most of their training on corpses, so if you're alive, you can kind of scare them. A oh
2: look here, Mister! If you just play with the hands, the rings just fall off the melty fingers.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the first, they of course, when they tried to pick up the bodies and put them into body bags, they started with the simplest method, which is just picking it up and putting it in there. Right. Unfortunately, though, the bodies were so decomposed by this point that when they picked them up. The heads and the limbs pretty much just fell off. Light lifting, light load. That's not bad. And
3: they said
2: when that Absolutely. happened. Th- I mean, that's what you're going for with the pulled pork, but that's not what you want to be happening to your Aunt Martha.
3: No, <laughs> I, I don't think you're allowed to eat purple people. They said when this
0: happened, a foul, thick fluid would stream from the body part, being held by the hapless soldier, and an even mm. larger amount would flow from the torso as it landed on the ground. And because <sighs> the bodies were in such close proximity to mm. one another, it wasn't long before the soil in Jonestown became a muddy mixture of dirt and body fluids. And that's
2: where Ooh. we got
3: plum trees from. Yeah. Little but isn't it, film. what is the term felching? Isn't that the term felching? felching? Felching is felching. It's, it involves semen and uh, buttholes and straws. Yeah. I'm looking this up. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't felching. image search it.
2: No no oh yes, felching is a sexual practice involving the act sucking. of orally sucking semen out of the anus of one's partner. Yeah. yeah. There were there's something else that it's like sexual but with body or body l- fluids. Well Bundy Sex was acts really into dead these...
3: body fluids. Bundy was really into a corpse around this time, it seems like. He would go back munging. week week yeah. munging. Munging, that's what it is. Yeah. Mm. You're right, Henry. I mean, you're wrong about the. <laughs> I don't know what's more disgusting
2: <laughs> I'm <just> saying, anymore. are <laughs> saying again, this is another example. If you sent the right person over there, they would love it. This is called munging. Go to. Your they would have had with sex with all the corpse. They would have had sex with them. The corpse would would yeah. still be there, but covered in sand. Um. This is what this is. So this is the term here. You go to a graveyard with four of your buddies, dig up a fresh female corpse, female, and have a gang bang. Are you telling <laughs> me it's After gay if you them? have sex
3: with a male corpse? That's <laughs> no. That makes you gay. Uh Afterwards,
2: one of them puts their mouth over the vagina and then someone jumps in the stomach shooting all the common maggots into the person's mouth and it's called munging.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That is one of the more erotic things I've ever heard. Thank you. Isn't that fun?
0: That is Uh fun. So it took an hour just to identify 10 bodies, the first hour. And then around hour number two, they were making about the same amount of progress. There were 913 bodies to go through. So about hour three... Some of the guys on the ground, they called up the, uh, the communication center and they just said, tell HQ, we need show- snow shovels,
3: get snow shovels. And just, why can't you just n- number them one through whatever 900 and just call them lunatic. Here's your you lunatic, back your you're burying your lunatic, here's your lunatic. I mean they wanted to be one anyway. Yeah. You know, be like, here's your here's your lunatic mother. Which one is she? I don't know, but she's one of the lunatics. So having a... also
2: snow shovels, and the one jackass was just like, Snow shovels? Hey, it can't be snow in South America. <laughs> like, no, for the fucking rotting bodies, Rodney Rodney.
3: But Rodney's oh, funny I though.
2: He's... I guess I I've always been a little slow.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's why he's on corpse duty So,
0: six or eight shovels or six or eight sho- soldiers this is how they got each individual body they would have six or eight sh- soldiers on each side of the body, three or four on each side, and they put the snow shovel underneath <laughs> the body, they lifted in unison about a foot or so off of the ground, two other soldiers then slid an open body bag under the suspended corpse the snow shovels were lowered and the remains were gently deposited into the body bag. They did that 930 13 times. It
3: reminds me, it makes me think of an Italian pizzeria, the way they got those yes. big... Yes, uh, it's so funny, I was just thinking about burrata, which is a
2: baby mozzarella, which is like that, but it's kind of so- soft and yeah. hard on the outside, but all gooey
3: in the middle. And you gotta flip it up and down a little bit. Ooh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, that, but this did have some, you yeah, know, this wasn't Mung- as easy Jing. as it sounds. Mung- <laughs> I think this is the, uh, the, the most disgusting thing that's ever made both Henry and I hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah I'm literally thinking about pizza right now <laughs> I'm, I, I am
2: hungry I am, I am starving I, am yeah. I
3: need to eat So I am
0: so fucking hungry In fact while yeah, I, You guys were talking you know, about munching want... I was like Do I want a burger or a burrito?
3: <laughs> well a burrito <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah cause it, it's kind of like Gushers You Mm-mm. know what I mean The big ones
3: Yeah real big ones Oh do they have big gushers?
2: they got to. No, I think they've just got the regular size. It's the size of a foot-long sub-sandwich. Oh. And and just shoot all that fucking jelly liquid down your throat every time you bite into it.
3: Wow, we are a couple of foodies. Mm. This is a whole new show, everybody.
0: (laughs) So this wasn't always an easy process Uh, either. uh, Every time they pulled it up, body uh, body fluids would flow freely from the orifices and right. break the skin. Sometimes the head, which was swollen to twice its normal size, slipped from the shovel and fell to the earth with a thud.
3: And then you gotta leave it there. Or you use the five second rule.
0: <laughs> and now, and so at the end of it, the this is one of the funniest... Th- I laughed about this t- for a good 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. This is one of the funniest things that I have ever read in my life. Because, of course, when you're around such horrible things, eventually... The gallows humor comes out. Right. Now, I didn't know this. I wouldn't know
2: anything about gallows humor. No, no, no.
0: (laughs) Now, I didn't know this about Jim Jones, but apparently he kept a chimpanzee named Mr. Muggs. (laughs) Mm.
1: (laughs) This is true. This
0: is true. He kept a chimpanzee named Mr. Muggs, and it's said that sometimes they locked children inside of Mr. Muggs' cage when they were bad.
3: Oh, that's that's terrifying. That's great. Yeah. You want to go in the monkey room? Yeah, I
2: do actually. <laughs> but yeah. Is it the jungle like one big monkey room? We've got a very small monkey room.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and so they, of course Jim Jones he was uh, humane enough to just shoot the monkey and to shoot the chimpanzee right before nice. uh, you know before the festivities began.
3: I think that's a reward uh, by the way. To be a monkey, I think it's a reward to get into the monkey room. If you're a kid hanging out with Mister Mugs, that's great. That's a that's well, the, we, we're calling it's actually technically an ape. I've
2: been I've been called I've been told that we can't call them monkeys anymore. No, they're, they're not apes. Monkeys.
3: They're apes. Yeah. No, oh, they're apes. Okay. Yeah, they're absolutely apes. Sure. Yeah. Mr. Muggs, the ape. So
0: Colonel Gordon, who was a uh, Joint Task Force commander, he approached the guy uh, that was that wrote this article, uh, and he asked him. He said, "Y'all bring a psych tech with you from Panama?" The guy says, "No, sir." Why? And Gordon said. They kept trying to push that big gorilla's shoulders into the body bag, but they just couldn't get it zipped up. I watched them for a few minutes until one of them Graves registration guys was going to hack
2: off its shoulders with a machete. Hold it. Hold it, (laughs) he commanded. Why are you going to hack that gorilla up? Uh, Because he won't fit into the body bag, sir. But why are you putting him in that body bag anyway? Why, sir? Why? Why? Just wait till they open this one in Dover!
3: <laughs> they are gonna laugh and <laughs> laugh. I can't believe Jim Jones shot his uh, Mr. Muggs. He shot his Mr. What Muggs. What a schmuck.
0: And that story was actually confirmed by the guy who wrote the article. He called up the medical examiner's office in Dover where all of these bodies were being shipped. Mm-hmm. And he did confirm that as he was opening the body bags, Mr. Muggs was inside.
3: And that is funny. Like,
2: these but guys, Mr. These M- jokers, no. telling South America sent me monkeys. <laughs> Man, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Mr.
3: Mr. Muggs could have identified all the bodies if those people knew sign language. (laughs) Mr. Muggs was dead. I know. You (laughs) got to keep Mr. Muggs alive. He's the last witness we got. Oh, man. I love
0: Mr. Muggs. I laughed about that for so long. Sad he's dead, though. I bet
3: you did. I bet you did.
2: (laughs) Hmm. So Um, let's round up this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I I guess right before we go, the one uh, one last story Mm. I think got... I don't know. It seems like we're a little late for some sort of. It's a breakdown. Halloween
1: breakdown. It breakdown.
3: Is breakdown. Halloween, oh. breakdown. Halloween. Is it spooky. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> yeah, it's very spooky stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween breakdown. So we're gonna go through
0: this list of things. I believe this was a Reddit thread, mm-hmm. an Ask Reddit thread uh, that was done not too long ago. And Someone asked, "What is the creepiest thing your kid has ever said to yeah. you?" Yeah. And these are. Creepy as shit. They're yeah. really cool, but they're really creepy. Let's just go through a few of these I'm gonna start off One guy said my four-year-old daughter snuck into bed with us and said There's a real old lady in my bed, and she laughs
3: mean at me That's great stuff go back to bed with yeah. her honey cuddle with her <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I hate sleeping with your mother too now get out of here Yeah, and welcome to my world
2: Mom there's a man who looks like a shadow who comes to my window every night and
3: says mean things Like, your feet are big. (laughs) Ah, they are big. I don't have a computer in front of me, my phone is flawed, so I can't read any. You can come around here if you like. How do I even get over there? Walk? Nah. (laughs) My
2: My son and I were watching a movie. Suddenly he looked over towards the empty doorway to the kitchen and said, Daddy, who is that guy? And why doesn't he ever say anything? Ugh. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. That, that kid would be in the adoption center.
3: Oh, yeah, got to. A second. Get rid of him.
0: One night about 10.30 p.m., there was a tiny knock on my door. I opened it up, and there was a small little boy outside. He said, Tonight is the night they come for you. Suddenly his dad appeared and apologized profusely as he scooped up his kid and carried him away.
3: Oh, yeah, this one here is my favorite. Marcus, turn the, uh, uh, the computer so I can read it. Uh... Mom, why is there a dead guy in the basement? <laughs> that's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, and if you're and if you're John Wayne Gacy, that's a problem. Right, exactly. Because that's a witness. Hmm. Um. Anyway. Oh my God. Just oh year. yeah,
2: my daughter started screaming like her skin was pinched in the seatbelt or something. I pulled over the car and asked her what was wrong. She said nothing. I just didn't want to be the ones who die. I asked her what she meant, and she said one of the cars on the road was going to crash. A minute or so later
3: we came on a rollover that had bare just barely happened. Cool. Which one is that? You want me to read that one? Back when my kid let's see
1: what
3: Back when my kid was 3 or 4, he told me that he was really happy to have a new mommy because his old mommy was mean and cranky and drove their car into the pond and then he he didn't miss her very much. God. All right. Well, that's nice. Old mommy, yeah. A lot of a lot of moms do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: All three of my kids were, uh, all three of my kids when they were little talked so seriously about these two little girls who apparently would come to play with them in their room. All of them had the same story, too. They said the little girls always made sure they knew that, quote, Mommy was sad, so she pushed us under the water until we fell asleep.
3: Ghosts. Freeway. Wow. Yeah. So
0: her little girls with the in- reincarnated ghosts of Andrea Gates?
2: Interesting. Very cool. Fucking nuts. Um. Daddy, come say hi to Mary. She misses you. My three-year-old daughter yelled across the backyard. Marys was my older sister who died when I was a kid, and there was no way my daughter had heard about her.
3: Ooh, cool. Uh, we found a dead raccoon in our garden one morning, and my five-year-old son told me he knew what uh, he knew what to do with it, so that so that nobody in our family would ever be cursed. And uh, and die that day. I guess there's a raccoon curse. The kid was thinking about. This is a, sm- a smart five year old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. Or a psychopath. You never One know. One day, my dad came by to watch my kids while I ran some errands. My daughter said. Grandpa, you look like the guy who's always hiding behind the fence at school trying to give
3: us stuff. Yeah. That, is, that is me, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it is me. <laughs> yeah. That one <laughs> you actually. where
2: there's original. It's or in here, my fucking fly. Right. Shipped on my fly. You...
3: I think a lot of these are just the child's <laughs> imagination, but there's a good chance there's a pedophile just hanging out of there yes. at school there. Yes. Um, all right. All right. That's it. All right. Well, uh, I hope everyone's. I can't like, believe we did this. I hope I everyone... can't
2: believe we fucking did this. Yeah. I mean. Oh, it's Halloween, and I'm so excited.
3: It's October. Hello, Satan. You are my father. I'll tell so you, com- compared to last episode, I thought this one was nice and light. So we'll be back at you with the next <laughs> one. Uh, it's going to be m- much more graphic well, and disturbing than ever.
2: Well, next next episode, I believe, we're doing listener pasta. Ooh, yes. Correct. See? So we're going to get stories from you guys. So we're going to do some recordings
3: of you guys. Can't wait.
0: Yeah, just let us know, uh, cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. If uh, you've got a story you want to tell, if you want to get on the air, uh, and if you've got something, a particularly creepy story, it doesn't necessarily have to be just ghosts. It can be aliens. Uh, Last year, Amy Donahue told a story in which uh, Mm -hmm. she knew a serial killer.
3: Who actually took her picture, her headshot.
0: Yeah, who actually took her headshot. If you've got any kind of weird story like that. In fact, we've got one listener who uh, posted on the page. He said that he actually knew Sung Cho, the Virginia Tech. uh, Massacre shooter So if you want Yeah yeah, If you want to Get a hold of us And let us I'd love to hear that story That sounds fascinating
2: Also we had a couple people From a long time ago Who had said I know that Someone was saying That they Worked along with the Uh Psych wars, people for the U.S. Army, right. and I'd love to hear something from people who've done psychological warfare or know anything about that. About like MK Ultra or anything like that. Absolutely. Anything weird about our government is also great.
3: Also, love to hear your largest meal. Maybe you ate like an insane <laughs> amount of food, and uh, you know it's really something it'll be horrific. It sounds um, spooky.
2: Yeah, so uh, October's rolling along. Uh, Satan is almost here. God, I miss him. Mm. Oh, ah. I miss Satan.
3: You'll be ready. Huh? Um,
2: yeah, and you're doing well out there, Henry. The fans always want to know. i went to this place called House of Intuition in Silver Lake, this little psychic shop. And I walked in, and it, uh, one of my favorite things that, uh, like, I met this woman named Naha, who is a spiritual guider, And there, it's just all of, all of Los Angeles has so, a has has a personality problem.
3: It sounds like you asked a girl out, and you asked for her name, and she said Naha. Naha, <laughs> Naha. Uh, nah. I, nah, nah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen.
2: <laughs> it was pretty
3: great. Um, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, I miss you guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're rolling along. Follow us on Twitter.
3: Yep, that's uh, Henry loves you on Twitter. That's Marcus Parks on Twitter. I'm Ben Kissel on Twitter. Uh, we'll do a hail Satan here, and then well, I'm, I'm going to say hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan!
2: Hail me! Hail, hail me!
3: Hail Happy Halloween! Is a yeah. Halloween breakdown. Ooh,
2: yeah! One more breakdown. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what was that sound? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>